there. Welcome into Your Day Extra. I'm your host, Nathan Edwards, also the morning anchor for Your Day. And this morning, I'm joined by Tej Joshi. He's a special contributor to Your Day and the host of Good Day, Dean. Tej, how you doing? I'm feeling really good, Nathan. I'm glad you finally invited me on the podcast my first time. I've been you know, checking my mailbox every day for the last couple of weeks. Like, where's my invite? Where's my invite? And it finally came. Sent it by Carrier Pigeon. It probably died. <laughs> uh, and this is, of course... Digital producer Max, as you all know him, Max Schilling. Max, Howdy. Yeah, he just came up to me and asked me to be on, so it's pretty quick for me. You didn't get a carrier your no, no, and he's been he's been on before, Tay. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, but we had to make sure uh, your show was over before he could hop on in here. But yeah, we're happy yeah. to have you both. And uh, if you don't know how the show works, we talk about uh, different stories here in the Miami Valley, around the world, and. Uh, you know, talk about some of the hot topics impacting us today. So uh, we're going to go ahead and go around the horn. I want to tar- start with you, Tej, because... You're going to tart with Tart me. with you, Tej. <laughs> start with you. Because this may be the most god-awful story that we could possibly talk about. Well, I, you're prefacing it in a dangerous way. Let, let's, let's, I'm going to give everyone else a few more preface context details here. So I am a lifelong vegetarian. I've been born and raised vegetarian. I've never had meat. I say that now because maybe... Based on this next story, I might actually try some meat. The FDA in the last week or so has approved lab-grown chicken. Actually, it's from two different brands. One of them is called Good Meat. Um, It's specifically not all meats. They're just doing chicken. And the way this works, I'll give you a little bit of context here. They're taking some pieces of like an enzyme from the meat uh, from a specific chicken. They're going to go use it in a lab. They're going to, you know, feed it. Or I don't know exactly the science behind it, but they're going to grow it basically in these steel vats. And then once it grows, they'll cut those into different meat cuts. It's supposed to have the same genetic makeup as meat, taste like meat, and perhaps look like meat. I don't know. Um, I believe that good meat is um, actually when they first launch these products, now that they've gotten FDA approval, you're going to have to only get them at certain restaurants. I believe, I'm checking my notes here, I believe at Jose Andres restaurants. Is, oh, their, is their original yes. partner here. So, and, and the term they're using for this is not lab-grown meat. They want that the sounds term, awful, by the way. The term they're using is cultivated meat. Yeah, that's better. <laughs> marketing, marketing yeah, yeah, yeah. matters, it yeah. does. So uh, the reason I bring all this up is, you know, it's a bit of an interesting question. I've never had meat before, but will I try lab-grown meat? And I don't know. Well, let me ask you this question because I know it's different for people are vegetarian or vegan for different reasons. Uh, some people, uh, because of you know harming of animals. Well, you're asking me what my reason is. Yes, what is your reason? So basically, my family is Indian. Many Indians are Hindu, and many Hindus are culturally vegetarian. So I was raised vegetarian. My both my parents are vegetarian. A lot of my extended family is vegetarian. And you know, obviously, I was raised vegetarian. When I became an adult, went to college. I could have started eating meat if I wanted to. I don't know if my parents would have liked it. But at that time, so my, I didn't really have a choice as a kid, but when I was an you know, adult, I could have decided, hey, if I want to start eating meat or not. For me, it's definitely the health benefits of being vegetarian and, and the environmental impact are the biggest reasons I've continued being vegetarian. But the reason I started was because I was, you know, a kid and my family was vegetarian. So if this is a lab-grown meat, do you get like a hall pass on it? That's what I really don't know. And I've talked my dad. It's like, my dad's definitely not going to try it. But I talked to some of my other friends who are vegetarian and they're, we don't know. I don't know what the consensus in the vegetarian community is. Max, what like, do you think? If if you, you know, just don't like the taste of meat, then this probably won't change anything. But I think, like... For religious purposes, I'd be really curious to know, like, so for me, from an, like an ethical perspective here, yeah. for me, it's for an ethical perspective here. The big thing for me is, 
it's not killing something that could have viably been a life. Mm-hmm. It's not killing an animal to eat this. So maybe that checks the mark. So ethically, maybe it's okay. Now, environmentally, I don't know. Because a lot of times, especially red meats, but, but all meats in general, have a pretty bad environmental impact if, to eat them. But perhaps in the future, lab-grown meats won't. But right now, I think they do. Because they're making them a lot. I'm sure a lot. Of, I don't know the specific details here. But I'm assuming a lot of energy will go into making them, especially in the mm-hmm. beginning. Well, the thing, too, to, this is interesting. So you have the non-meat eater perspective. Max and I <laughs> definitely do mm-hmm. enjoy meat. Um, but the, the prospect, to me personally, is that lab-grown meat sounds disgusting. <laughs> like, the, the process, it just seems... You're not curious weird. about trying... Like, it just really sounds... Try it. try it, see what tastes... Like, supposedly, it should taste like meat. Yeah, what? it will. It, I, I'd, I'd be happy to try it. And, and, and to be fair, okay, they're starting with chicken. This is chicken. I would say even now, before lab-grown or cultivated meat, a lot of the fake chicken products already taste like chicken. Now, it's when you get to fish or steak, the fake meat and the real meat don't quite compare. But I think with chicken, it's pretty easy. See, to me, it's like we're playing God and it's putting something probably on, I don't know, the process is pretty, I mean, we're, there's so many people that are anti-GMO when it comes to like fruits and vegetables. And this is like the epitome of that. Oh, to the max. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. this is... But, but to, science none of us are professional nutritionists, well, Max kind of is, but... Uh, <laughs> It's I, it's it's hard for me to say definitively that this is going to be really unhealthy or not. We, we I don't think we know yet. We have no way to know. But if they come out with it and they're like, "Hey, this is it's just like steak, but it has none of the the bad cholesterol and saturated fats," then oh yeah, like, no. So I'd hop on from what I understand, I think the lab grown or cultivated meats or are going to still have the mm-hmm. negative health effect, oh, like, yeah. like impacts of whatever you're eating. But so. if they're able to remove that, then, oh, yeah, everyone's going to hop on it. It's all the yeah. health. I think people. they'll probably get the taste right. It's the texture that I'm worried about yeah. and the form that it comes out in. Sloppy so, Joe's then. One thing <laughs> Ew. We'll take a step backwards here for a second. We're speaking from this about the perspective of trying it. For you guys, you know, mm-hmm. it's something you would try. For me, it's as a vegetarian, would I consider trying this and not normal meat? But I think we should also maybe look at the broader context in the years in the future this could help solve a lot of hunger around the world. Mm-hmm. Could, but again, that comes down to a money thing. How much is this going to cost? And for right now, I'm assuming it costs a lot of money, but what will it look like in 20, 30 years? Technology yeah. moves at a fast pace. Flying cars and lab-grown meat. That's different. The flying, <laughs> flying cars isn't happening. Gar- <laughs> and we're just keeping on the food topic here, Max. Uh, vegetarian's dream is uh, the story you're talking about. And I know Tej might be excited about this one. To an extent, to an extent. So Thailand, Thailand Burger King, they introduced a new menu item. It's only available for a limited time. You got to hurry. It's called the Real Cheeseburger. It's, um, well, it's not a burger. It's a, it's a bun, 20 slices of American cheese, another bun. Um, they didn't have, you know, like a nutrition guide on their website, but I just, you know, the, there's about a hundred calories in one slice of American cheese. So bun aside, it's over 2000 calories. Oh my God. Plus like talk about the colon clogger. Jeez. Now, that being said, the cost is $3 and 13 cents. So if you're looking at a dollars to calorie ratio, this, this is a pretty good deal. It's a dream. Yeah. Okay, I got a lot of thoughts on this. you're a cheese, you're a cheese <laughs> maniac. So, as you put it, I'm a vegetarian. They've targeted this to those like me who aren't going to eat meat. I am a cheese lover. I am a true cheese lover. Is American cheese That's, cheese? What, that's what I was about to get to. <laughs> yeah. Now, if they were going to make this exact sandwich where it was maybe a bun and a bun and like true like Wisconsin cheddar or like, you know, like a British cheddar, like a high quality cheddar. It's Burger King taste. I would eat it. Yeah. But if it's like that completely factory made 
processed American cheese. Yeah, like a Kraft single. No offense to Kraft if you're watching right now. Can't do it. Can't eat it. I literally, I just couldn't do it. And I understand that people might be watching right now thinking, Tage, are you a walking contradiction? You're super against factory-made cheese, but you're open to factory-made meat. Well, well, that's that's a good point. <laughs> you know what? I just, uh, I might be a contradiction. Or, I'm not saying I'm pro-factory meat. I'm just willing to try it. The, 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 it the, just the doesn't, I'm not going to lie, it just doesn't look very appetizing. Like, I'd rather have, like, a fried piece of cheese on a sandwich than just slabs of cheese. Yeah, okay, so you're going back, back to the, so they're calling it a cheese burger. A cheese burger. It's, it's more of a cheese sandwich. There's no burger patty. It's but just 20 slices Isn't there, isn't there, like, um, when I visited India. Yes. And I went to a McDonald's over there. They yeah. had what appeared to be a fried patty of cheese. Was paneer. it paneer? paneer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then that was on a burger in India. So typically McDonald's does this around the world. They, they have different menu items than we have in the U.S. in almost every McDonald's around the world. In fact, I've been to a lot of countries and I tried, not always, but I try to visit the McDonald's even if I don't order anything, just visit to see what they're doing because a lot of times McDonald's in other countries is higher quality than the mm-hmm. U.S. and they have unique ingredients. So in India, I believe they have a paneer dish and they also have other dishes that are, you know, like an aloo tiki or a paneer tiki mm-hmm. patty yeah. that are really different. So I've had them. They taste good, but I'd still rather go to a proper Indian restaurant and get paneer than go to McDonald's. Nah, baby. It's still fast food. Gotta go to Mickey D's, oh, bro. Yeah. If anybody is watching right now and they're thinking, hey, I'm planning a trip to India, Tej recommended McDonald's. No, no, yes. I recommended go to all the no. local restaurants. No, Tej said go to McDonald's. <laughs> he said, sign me up. Yeah, I, I'm good on that. We've talked a lot, a lot about food. I want to talk about uh, movies. Okay. Okay. Right. I love movies, love going to the movies. I went and saw the new Indiana Jones, but apparently I was in the minority. I have not in seen America. it yet. Was it? It was good? okay. It was okay. It was on Crystal Skull level. Um, okay, well, if it was on Crystal Skull level, <laughs> that's pretty good. I, it was, I mean, it was fine. It was entertaining, Can I but say it this? wasn't Raiders like. Raiders of the Lost Ark, Crystal Skull. Okay. And was this. In between there somewhere? It was, I would say, actually, I would say it's just like a, like a half step above Crystal Skull, but okay. I still think it's probably fourth in the franchise. Okay. You know, I'm, I'm all about Raiders, Raiders Last yeah. Crusade, yeah. Temple of Doom. Do you think people will be willing to include this in the Indiana Jones like, history, or are they going oh, to kind of separate yeah. it like the yeah. Star Wars <laughs> Well, the question is, it's not up to us. It's up to the people who create the canon. Well, we... Yeah, they, they, they did a good job wrapping the series up. But it wasn't enough to make a splash. A lot of people didn't go see it. The box office numbers were underwhelming considering how much they pumped into the movies. Mm-hmm. Now they're banking on the next couple of weekends to really save summer cinema. This weekend's Mission Impossible. Okay, Dead Reckoning Part 1. Mm-hmm. And Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise. And then next weekend is Barbenheimer. Yes! And uh, that is the release of the Barbie movie, and then Oppenheimer. Then the following weekend after that, the new Ninja Turtles movie yeah, comes it's out. Be, it's exciting. So, do you guys think that Tom Cruise and all the other films coming out are going to be able to save the summer blockbuster? Okay, well, it's an interesting question you pose because yes, I think the next couple of weeks of films are going to get a lot of people to the theater. I haven't gone to the theater in a while, mm-hmm. but I'm going to be going out for uh, Barbenheimer. Same here. I, I, I'm going to. Are you going to do the double feature? That's the plan. If I can get the tickets, I'm going to go see Barbie and Oppenheimer back to back. So I am going to go out there to go see a movie, which I haven't done in a while. But the context, the idea of saving the summer blockbuster, even saving cinemas, I wish. We would do that because it's a fun thing to do to go to the theater. You know, it's a fun thing to do to see the movie the way the filmmakers intended it. But a couple of things. 
it's really expensive to go to the movies. Oh, God. Especially if you're taking the whole family, yeah. as Nathan knows. Mm-hmm. Which, and I mean, honestly, I took um, my wife and my son to go see Indiana Jones. Not both sons. Just the no, just one. one. Just the older one. And between the tickets and between um, the the food, it was about 70, 80 bucks. Yeah, so it's expensive. And also with streaming, people like to watch at home. They're already paying for the streaming service. They so So I get maybe, I get the love and the allure of the cinema. I enjoy it myself. But I see why the industry itself is faltering. But yes, I will be going to the theaters for the next couple of weeks. I have a different take. I think it's already been saved this summer. Like, uh, the Spider-Verse movie was huge. A lot of people went out I to see it. that. I saw it, yeah. Barbenheimer, Tom Cruise, uh, he was kind of upset that it was interrupting uh, Mission Impossible's date, but in an interview the other day, he said that he thinks this is going to be one of the biggest weekends for cinema in a long time, and I agree. People are hyped for and it. And when you say cinema, like that I mean, true cinema, Oppenheimer is, I think, going to be a piece of cinema. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh, yeah. Well, Christopher Nolan's a heck of a director. And the thing, too, is he shot this specifically for IMAX and bought out like mm-hmm. most of the IMAX theaters. I was looking um, at Twitter, and the role for the IMAX for Oppenheimer is 600 pounds yeah. and 11 miles of film just yeah. for them. And, uh, you know, they really didn't use any massive CGI effects in this movie. Uh, most of it was done naturally. So going to be interesting to see. But I mean, you asked, you're okay. the cinephile here. What do you think? I think it's, I think that the Barbenheimer weekend will be a true telling sign about where things are about. Honestly, to I'm nervous. I'm not going to be able to get the tickets for the d- doubleheader. So, okay, what's the order? Well, my buddies and I, we already have a plan. We're waking up at noon. We're going to get some lunch. We're going to go see Barbie. Mimosas, okay. then Barbie. Afterwards, we're going. Okay. We wake up, get lunch, go to the thrift store, get some pink clothes for Barbie, see the movie, go out, get some drinks, while still wearing all the pink stuff because you have to make sure everyone knows you saw Barbie first. You see Oppenheimer because Oppenheimer is long. You're gonna want to discuss it afterwards. So, so I'm mm. a similar thing. I don't know about I'm getting. I don't know if I'm doing mimosas and all that first, it. but I'm thinking Barbie first, Oppenheimer second, simply for the fact that Oppenheimer I think is gonna lead to more discussions mm-hmm. or thoughts or of discourse in my mind that I want to want to with the people I'm seeing the movie with or with other people at the theater it's going to be the one I want to see second now I've heard people say you should do the other way around because Oppenheimer will bring you down and mm-hmm. Barbie will bring you up and maybe you should watch Barbie second to end the day on a high note I don't know if I agree with that but yeah. I've seen that argument I'm probably just going to see Oppenheimer in theaters. You're not going to see Barbie. No, I mean, I, that's like that's one that I feel like I could watch on streaming and be perfectly happy with. Plus, I honestly, with kids, don't have time to go see both. I was going to say, I don't know if no. your boys would be interested. No. Then neither are gonna, I mean, Do either I, your boys have a Barbie doll? No. I am going to take them, though, to see, well, my oldest one, to see the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. That's so, going to be big, too. Yeah, Seth Rogen is the mind behind that we, one. So We had Spider-Man, I think that was like May, June. Then you're having... Barbenheimer in July, and then we have Ninja Turtles in August. I would say that's summer of movies. So let me yeah. say one thing though, Max. Yeah, we are sound like we're excited about the movies, but but we're nerds. Yeah, like <laughs> what, what is the idea? Yeah. So yeah. not only are we nerds, also really for the summer blockbuster to truly make money, the studios need people aged like fourteen to eighteen to go to the theaters. Yeah, and are they going to get off TikTok to go to the theater? I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I mean, maybe. The Minion movie. That's one of the top grossing movies of all time because TikTok just took off. You know who was in Mr. the Mr. Beast. You know who was in the Minion movie? Who? Gru, me. Nathan. <gasps> I'm built like Gru. Can't help it. No I, butt, long legs, and a big old belly. And you know who's built like Nathan? 
Huh? Me. <laughs> <laughs> Call you Gru Jr. All right, you are munching away there, Tej, and uh, that leads us to your second topic. Well, today's the day. Today is the day. What's the day, Tej? It is National Mac and Cheese Day. <laughs> do we have any sound effects over there? Um, no, <laughs> you just got us. <laughs> oh, let's, let's do it one more time. Ready? Today is National Mac and Cheese Day. <laughs> we got a professional SFX board in here. Okay. Um, so obviously, if you're watching outside of the Miami Valley, you may not be familiar. But those who are here, Yellow Cab Tavern is a great place to hang out in downtown Dayton. They do a lot of food truck rallies, a lot of food events. And they are doing a big event tonight. It's their second annual Mac and Cheese Fest. Part of what they're doing to celebrate is Mac and Cheese Pizza. They brought some on our shows earlier this morning, which we were munching away on. Mm-hmm. I still have part of my slice left over. I haven't eaten the whole thing yet. <laughs> Way less than 20 slices of cheese on there. Um, maybe not that much less. <laughs> so the question is, because we asked one of the pizza experts this morning in the studio who brought the pizza in, because he had to make the pizza last night for our early morning mm-hmm. show. What is the best way to reheat pizza? Now, the obvious answer is if you have the ability and you have the time, a proper stove. But now, when you don't often... Stove top or like, oven? Like, 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 sorry, oven. sorry, sorry. A proper oven yes. if you have the time. Yes. But most people don't have that time or the will. So now you got a stove top, you got an air fryer, you got a microwave, and you got a toaster. And I think it's a true debate as to which way is the best. Is anybody debating for toaster? Some people like toasters. How? What? I don't even know how you fit it in there. Well, this is a big slice, but a normal slice, you know, a smaller one, you'd put it in the toaster. The size is not the problem. What's the problem? The toppings melting off and going to the bottom. So it would work well with just a cheese pizza. Maybe with the toppings, maybe not. But now I think... No, I've I've never met a single person that's used a toaster. (laughs) I did it this morning. Yeah, well, that was for TV purposes, (laughs) Tage, not real life. (laughs) Well, TV is my life. (laughs) What are the other options, Well, the other options are uh, air fryer, which I really am into. Mm -hmm. I'm really into air frying pizza. Um, It's like a mini oven. Stovetop, I know people who like it. I just get nervous I'm going to burn the bottom, which I often do. Now, microwave is absolutely horrendous. It's horrible. I will never microwave pizza. I look down upon those who microwave pizza. I had to stop somebody today in the studio from microwaving pizza. Sometimes you just got to do it, though. Yeah. No. Why? The air fryer does it just What's as quick. What's your problem with microwave pizza? I'd rather eat cold pizza than microwave why? pizza. Why? You say just but as But why? Quick. What's the problem the, with well, it? Well, first it, like, messes up the cheese and the bread, and all the, it just implodes, and it's all, like, floppy and soggy when but you get take, it out. It takes, Maybe like, 30 seconds. Maybe I like a soggy slice, Tash. Mm-hmm, yeah. All right, to be fair, if you enjoy a soggy slice, I won't stop you from eating your microwave pizza. But if you have non-soggy taste intentions, <laughs> then I will stop you. <laughs> Sorry, Max just made it funny. He said sloppy steak. <laughs> no, sloppy steak. Oh! <laughs> I mean, yes, yeah, it is like sloppy leftovers. Oh, God. What Sorry. Are you guys, what's going on in here? I'm going <laughs> on a rant about microwaves, and these guys are just making jokes. Uh, I know. Yeah. I, oven's not that hard to do. People, come on. I mean, yeah. it takes no, it's a little lazy. It's too long. It's too long. No, it's not. Like 10 minutes? You, you pop you the oven on, you walk the away. Oven. Who cares? Oh, it sucks. It's also way more energy. It's more expensive. No, it's not that much energy. Guys, let me tell you, my energy bill is still the same no matter how many electronics are on in the house, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> All right, well. Max, I'm not for saving the environment, Max, sorry. Your, your thoughts on the on the pizza situation? First, <laughs> air fryer is a good option. That is probably the best. Now, I've, I use an air fryer, and when I opened it, all the cheese blew off. Don't know how that happened. Oh, I've had that happen, right? too. Well, I did a cheese on a sub. And the the cheese always flies off unless I put little toothpicks on there to hold yeah, the cheese yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, But otherwise, yeah, it works well. It's crispy. 
Sign me up. You know, it's just the Easy Bake Oven for adults. They, everybody loved the Easy Bake Ovens. Did you have one going growing up? No, I did not. I always wanted the, the the little ovens where you can make like the creepy crawlies. Yeah. Yeah, but my parents wouldn't get me one of those because it was <sighs> too messy. <laughs> Which I understand now as a parent. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 100%. Like slime is a nightmare at our house. Anyways, I digress. Your second story takes us underground. Yeah, I was going to say, I can't really transition from food to... Well, under the ground. So there's a YouTuber. His name is Andrew Flair. He purchased mm. a five hundred and fifty thousand dollar Nebraska missile silo. So it's like an underground bunker, you know, from like the Cold War. And in the case of missiles, and he completely just renovated it. He pimped it out. It has a movie theater, popcorn machine, a foosball table. It looks almost has like a seventies apartment vibe, or like like an apartment from GTA. Oh. It's very little mid century modern. Yeah, now he's selling it for $750,000. You can see a tour of it on his YouTube channel. I feel like he's not making that good of a profit. $200,000? Yeah, well, like, um, how much money do you think he spent he, on on renovating everything? At least a hundred grand. Yeah, so but... I feel like he could probably make a bigger profit. You know what? The the weird thing about this, though, is like windows. That would creep me out, not having windows. Yeah. I don't know if I would want to live in a missile size <laughs> for a couple reasons. One... I would never be fully convinced there was not another missile hiding somewhere, even though there probably isn't. I'd be nervous. I'd be like, where's the other missile? Yeah, but think about how loud your voice would be in there. Echo. Your your voice is already loud enough. You need a lot of things, a lot of furniture. I'm assuming a missile silo is in the middle of nowhere. It is. And some people like living in a very rural lifestyle, and that's not for me, so I'll pass. Hmm. I think it's a little expensive for what it is. It's a novelty, of course, but on the one hand... It is a bunker, so you know, just in case, you never know. Uh, and I, like, it's it's a lot of square feet. It looks really pretty, um, but it is it is an underground bunker. You know what's interesting is you have seen this trend over the last decade or so, where people are taking unusual areas and trying to turn them into. Mm-hmm. Houses. I mean, here in Dayton, you have people that have turned old churches into homes. There's this actually a really uh, kind of creepy-looking church over at this uh, cemetery off of uh, Wagner Ford Road. And over there, the inside is, like, really, like, it's it's scary. It's got to be haunted for sure, and that would definitely creep me out. Would you guys live in a place like that? Yeah. And there's, so. like, people renovating old high schools and stuff into apartment complexes. Actually, my buddies, they just moved into an apartment in um, Cincinnati. It used to be a powder factory. And now each of the apartments, like, it's really big. It's, like, 2,000 square feet. Uh, the, the One of the walls is just giant windows. Now, there's a lot of echoing, and the walls have a lot of, like, you know, just exposed brick. But mm-hmm. some people kind of dig that thing. I don't know. It'd be it'd be it'd be different. I think I'm good with my normal. How about an house. underwater home? No, absolutely not. Well, there was that story about the the professor who spent like a couple months underneath that, yeah. water, yeah. yeah, and like a little place. I don't. That's not my bad that's either. That's too. Risky. I think that'd be cool. You had to scuba dive to work, <laughs> snorkel, <laughs> snorkel to go to the bathroom. I don't know. Like a marine biologist. A marine bi. Is anybody here a marine biologist? No. If you're a marine biologist, you catch my please Seinfeld comment. reference, anybody? Uh, Tej is a walking uh, episode of Seinfeld. I'm more Kirby enthusiasm than Seinfeld. Oh, God I help there. us. What? I love that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good one. So my uh, second story today is 
So Wawa in uh, Sheets. I love Wawa. Are coming to the Miami Valley. I grew up on the East Coast. So tell me, okay, I know what Sheets is. So Sheets, they are famous for their made-to-order food. You Mm -hmm. go up to the counter. Uh, I personally have always liked their soft pretzels, some loaded fries or sandwiches or baller. They're known for their hot dogs. They're known for their cheap donuts. Yeah, Yeah. Sheets is good. Sheets is great. What is Wawa? I'm not familiar with this. So Wawa is like Sheets. You know, it's also a gas station, also a convenience store. You know, nice, look, typically good-looking buildings. They also are known for made-to-order food, but they are known specifically for their hoagies, oh. their sandwiches, you know. Oh, that sounds good. Okay. It's a real East Coast vibe. Tell me about these. Are these like Subway hoagies? Like, how good are they? I would I would say they're better than Subway. Jimmy John's. Yeah. yeah I doesn't ta- it doesn't John's. take much to be better, better than, than Jimmy John's, though. Yeah, I mean, like, it depends exactly what kind of food you're looking for, but, but you get good sandwiches at Wawa. That leads me to my question about this, okay? You guys are on a road trip. All right. You're stopping off. You're, you're hungry. You're stopping at a gas station, whether it be a Sheets or a Wawa, maybe a Speedway. A Loves. What are you grabbing? What What is your go-to road trip snacks if you're stopping at a gas station? Can I ask you, am I the driver or the passenger? Mm, that it, changes things. How does this change? Hold on. Because if I'm a passenger, I can get something like a bag of chips or Chex Mix that I can munch on. But if I'm the driver, I'm getting something that I can finish in the five minutes we're at the rest stop. If Are I, you a two hands on wheel guy? No, I'm a one hand on the wheel guy. Typically on the highway, sometimes two. I don't know. I just don't like to be eating while I'm driving. Let's Typically, just, I don't like to get the uh, the residue of like the Chex Mix on my steering wheel. Let me just tell you guys, I am the type of guy that would eat hard shell tacos from Taco Bell while driving. 100%, yeah. And maybe a double cheeseburger from Wendy's, one hand. I wouldn't do that. Yeah. I wouldn't do it again, but I have eaten a Chipotle burrito while driving. I think I have too. It is not a good idea. It's not, not a... recommending. We're not oh, recommending that. Uh, don't ever take our advice on anything. Like normally, I'd be like, you know, like a large like Dr Pepper and some beef jerky. So I think okay. There you go. That's pretty simple. For me, it would be if I have to get a drink, I'm gonna get probably the Pure Leaf iced tea, maybe the no sugar one or the lemon one. It's got a little bit of sugar. Mm-hmm. Now, if I'm getting a snack that I'm the driver, I got to be quick, and I just want a little bit. I mean, maybe I'm tired. I want a little bit of a sugar rush. You know, feel good. I'm on a road trip. Splurge a little bit. I get a Reese's Fast Break bar. Mm. And if I'm the passenger and I can munch, um, I'll either get a Chex Mix, the extra, you know, more sharp one. Oh yeah. Uh, or I'll get combos, the pizza flavored combo. Mm. Or I will get uh, like the uh, roasted peanuts. Oh man, you you've you got quite the menu there, Tage. Well, I'm not gonna get all of them. Why not? Well, it's cost a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm going to a gas station on a road trip, they gotta have ices. Like, give me a Coke icy. I'll get the big fat guy, and I will just enjoy that the well, whole the drive. The good thing from this week is it was it was kind of shocking to me. It's it's Seven Eleven. The July eleventh yeah. was this week, and Seven Eleven gives free Slurpees on Seven Eleven. But I've lived a lot of places around the country. Here in the Miami Valley, we don't really have any 7-Eleven. So I kept bringing up to everybody. It's like, hey, you going to 7-Eleven today? And everyone was like, no. So, But here's the thing, though. Speedway celebrates the Slurpee Day. They do? Some, yes, because uh, I believe Speedway is owned by 7-Eleven now. I see. Mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't know that. Yep. So if you wanted a Slurpee or still want a Slurpee, go to Speedway. They've got it. So you enjoying that pizza? Uh, my other, you know, Slurpee. I if they got a soft pretzel, I'm going soft pretzel. Love soft pretzels. Um, also, a bag of M and M's, always a good go to. They don't have a Slurpee machine. Code Red Mountain Dew. Code Red Mountain Dew. Personally, I'm a blue raspberry slushy kind of guy. Blue raspberry, eh? It has a nice flavor. It's, it's you don't get that kind of flavor in any other place. Do you uh, do you like Slurpees? 
Oh, it looks like one of our cameras there had a malfunction. Okay, well, on that note, since uh, we don't have that camera, hey, Parker, do you mind uh, zooming this one out all the way to get us in here at the end, this one right there? We are still live, though, right now, so we're just working through our technical difficulties. But uh, this will lead us to our final thoughts oh, right we now. Are, we're back on camera here. All right, Max, what are, are what actually your love and hate? What's your love and hate of the week? So my love and hate, my love is I got a cat. Uh, last week I adopted Congrats. Me. Yeah. Last week I adopted Yay. a cat. Yay. cats. Yesterday I brought the cat to the vet, <laughs> and the cat is all <laughs> the cat is all healthy. Loved it. Oh, now you can see there my we face. Go. Yeah, cat's all healthy at the vet. Very cool. What'd you name the cat? Uh, actually, it was already named Violet uh, from the rescue. I was like, oh, that's a good name. I'll keep Did, it. Was this one of the cats that came into our show? No, though I, I was tempted. There was, whenever I go to, um, I get groceries at a Target in Centerville that right next to it is a PetSmart. And after I get groceries every week, I'd always stop by the PetSmart. And there were, Violet was one of the cats there, and she was there since May. Mm. So I, was, every, I kind of like formed a bond with her just by visiting every week. Does so, this cat like you? Yes, actually. What Baby, about? kitten, older cat? Uh, about one year old. Nice. Yeah. nice. Nathan, well, do we do love, 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 or love, hate, love, hate, love, hate? Love, hate, love, hate, love, hate. So, hate. Right, so my hate is my AC went out this past week. Oh, and no. it was 80 degrees. It's pretty hot in here right now. I, I, I mentioned this earlier. Nathan got, gave me a weird look. I, he said, how do you stay cool? And I said, well, I froze some socks and put them on my feet when I went to bed. That, I, it worked. It worked. <laughs> it worked. It worked. That is a bizarre thing to do. It worked, though. Do your windows not opening up do enough? It, not at all. No, no fan? Didn't really help. I had a fan too, but it didn't help. Dude, it is trying to fall asleep when it's hot is the worst. Awful, worst. especially when it was eight o'clock. I'm trying to go to God bed. God help me. Yeah, Tej, love my love. Uh, I play in a kickball league here in the Dayton area, and every Tuesday night I play in the league. Uh, we won on Tuesday night, and it was probably the best game I've ever played for my kickball team. I'm often probably the worst player on the team, and I played really well on Tuesday, so I loved yeah. that. It's your big day. I know. I got a. Uh, on base three times, three RBIs, and I caught two balls in the outfield, and I got it out on second base, too. MVP, okay. MVP, MVP. We, we do an MVP every week, and I didn't win. But, oh, uh, sorry, Tage. Maybe next time. What's yeah. your hate? I know you don't hate very much. I, I don't know. I don't. I, 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 you told me to be prepared to come in with something that I hate, and I really don't <laughs> hate anything this week. Oh, well, should I say it? Yes, go for it. I don't care. No, the thing from this morning. Is what? The Good Morning America thing. Oh, <laughs> you sure? Fire Can away. Can you just say it for me? Tell them. Uh, Tej was upset because the time on Good Morning America didn't match the time on our air, and theirs was about 10 minutes fast. <laughs> like, like in the bottom of the And he's noticed bug, this yeah. as a trend forever. I said, well, Tej, you can call them. I'm sure Good Morning America would love to hear from you. <laughs> Hi, I'm Tej from Dayton. Click. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I talked to some actually after I talked to somebody. I think it'll be fixed for next week. <laughs> Attaboy. Attaboy. My love is uh, family in town. Uh, my nephews. We got to meet some of them. Yes, my nephews came into the station yesterday with my mom and dad and uh, my son Hudson. And my uh, older brother and sister-in-law are coming in on Monday. And my younger brother, Steve, is coming in on Sunday. So whole fan, whole Edwards clan's in town. It's going to oh, be a excited. good old time. And then finally, my hate. I don't love to see the strike in Hollywood. Yeah. Um, but I understand it needs to happen. And good for them for standing up for their rights. And uh, hopefully it gets resolved in a decent amount we'll of have to keep an eye on that because it's going to change a lot of things hopefully change a lot of things for the better you hope but you just never know Max final thoughts you know I had a good week I'm happy to say attaboy Tej 
final thoughts? What am I supposed to say? Just tell me. Uh, you, you are never short for words, Stage. <laughs> uh, Nathan, I'm just thankful to be invited on this wonderful show. I'm hoping to be thankful again. I'll be keeping an eye out for Carrier Pigeons uh, a- across the horizon. My final thoughts, we need to find Tej the real cheeseburger and have him try it live on the air. We can just make it. It's not complicated. Fine. But we can do it with a lot of real high-end cheddar cheese, not no, American like, no. processed cheese. That is cheating Tej on that note. Again, this is Tej Joshi, Max Schilling, and Nathan Edwards here for Your Day Extra. Make sure you like and subscribe. This is a Ding 24-7 Now production. Uh, make sure you guys have a great weekend, and we'll see you next Friday. So long. <laughs>